Hello and welcome to Your True Self, a podcast about real life stories of transformation, navigating life and being able to show up in the world as your unapologetic self. Here, we'll talk about the ups, the downs, the ugly truths and the magical moments that we all experience but often feel we can't share. I'm your host, certified transformation coach and mentor, Jackie Rogash. I'm going to share with you how I was able to heal my trauma and move from barely surviving to thriving and ultimately embracing my imperfectly perfect self. Because I know the power of community, I'll also be bringing special guests along for the ride. Throughout these conversations, we'll speak about the different factors that support us during our own personal transformations, including healing, resilience, mindset, connection, and so, so much more. So strap yourself in because it's time to discover your true self. Welcome back to Your True Self. The first episode for 2023, a brand new year, episode 90. It's a pretty cool number to come back to start a fresh year on, I reckon. Episode 90. And secondly, how have I recorded 90 episodes already? Wow. Before I kick off, I actually really want to thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for messages throughout the years that I've run this podcast. And I am really excited to bring a new depth to this podcast this year. And to kick things off, I thought, what better way than to share with you my intention, my intention and my word for 2023. And what I usually do when I record my podcasts is I sit down and I... I don't write word for word, but I kind of map out what I want to say, the messages that I want to get across, that kind of thing. Sometimes I completely wing it. Um, and I was going to sit down and read or figure out what I wanted to share with you and write the big spiel for this episode. But then I was looking through my journal and the journaling that I did that ultimately created my word and my intention And I thought rather than like writing something new, I'm just going to read you my journal. (laughs) I'm just going to read you what I wrote. And before I do dive in, I want to share that coming up with my word intention for this year has felt a little bit different to previous years. So previous years, words have just kind of come to me, whether I've been in the shower or whether I've been out or whatever I've been doing. It's just kind of I've been doing something and this word keeps circling and circling and circling. And then when I sit down and think about it or journal on it, it's very obvious. Whereas this year, I have kind of felt like it's not there. I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not going to have a word this year. I don't know. It's very strange. And I feel like I've been trying to force it or I had been. So over the break, I took some time off, which was very, very needed. But every day I reckon I was like, I should sit down and journal. Like, what's my work going to be? What do I want to achieve? Oh, like, when's it going to come to me? And it just wouldn't, it just wouldn't come. And I think I was trying to, I was trying to force it. I was trying to control it. I was trying to think about what it was going to be. And you would think I would learn by now that trying to force things and think things to make them happen doesn't work. It doesn't work when I try and force things. So when we came back, because we were away up at my parents' place um, over Christmas, New Year's, when we came back 
home, it was the first time I actually had space just to sit and journal. And I didn't sit down with the intention of coming up with my word or my intention. I just really needed some time to myself. I just needed a journal, a bit of a purge and just to come back to me. And as I did that, surprise, surprise, I landed on my word and intention for the year. So I want to share that with you. And it is very rare for me to share what I journal about. Occasionally, not often, occasionally I will share snippets from something that I've written if I think that it is supportive and helpful and moving. Like there'll be times when I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to share that. Like, wow, what what just happened? But I never actually read big chunks or share big chunks. So here we go. Exploring 2022. Oh, what a year. When I think about one word that describes 2022 for me as frustration, it was a really frustrating year. There are parts of me that feel disappointed with the year that was. I don't feel like I achieved very much. Yes, I raised a child, had my first full year as a mum. I kept my business afloat. I worked with the most incredible clients. I took on a part-time job. I guess when I think of all of those, their achievements in themselves, none of those are a small feat. Yet there is part of me saying that there isn't anything to celebrate. Side note, for those of you who don't know, celebration has always been something that I do so freely and so often for others, but I really struggle celebrating myself. I am my own worst critic and while I'm getting better, I still judge myself more than anybody else. Um, It's actually, I read a post the other day and it sort of gave me a little kick up the butt. It was from Ellie Swift, who I worked with as my coach for two or three years. Um, And she wrote that I saw a post, I'm not sure if it was recent or from a little while ago, but she was saying that she had her first million dollar year and she said technically she made $970,000 and under that she wrote, who am I to make myself wrong for $30,000 and basically saying that that's being overcritical and a perfectionist and that kind of thing and I was like, good on you. I'm like, absolutely, you've made a million dollars in your business in that year and then I realised straight away that I would have judged myself for making, like for not making the million dollars or I wouldn't have said that I had a million dollar business. So just sort of for some um, insight into what I, my thoughts about myself celebrating. Okay. So there is part of me saying that there isn't anything to celebrate. I didn't save as much money as I wanted to. I didn't get a heap of new clients I did get some new clients and I worked with the most amazing, incredible soul aligned clients. But there's this really interesting thing about the coaching world where, I don't know, for some reason we seem to celebrate new clients or people that are new to us more than our existing clients. And that's purely an ego trip because my clients are the best clients in the world. I get to support the most incredible women in the most incredible way. And I think the celebration piece, maybe it's because I know that they know me and I know them and our journey together isn't over. Maybe that's why 
personally, I see it as a bigger achievement if there's new clients. Yet when I look at it, it's just rubbish. It is absolute rubbish. My clients are amazing and they make my business and my life easy and joyful and just incredible. So there's some work I need to do there in terms of celebrating myself. I ended the year burnt out and exhausted and I felt disconnected for a lot of the year. Yet despite all of this, there was a real homecoming to me. There was a celebration and a deepening to who I am, what I want my business and life to look like and who I want to work with. I completed my energy coaching, which is one of the most fucking incredible things that I've ever done. I'm now a certified energy coach as well as a certified life coach. I worked with the most amazing clients. I've retained 80% of my clients, which is probably one of the biggest achievements ever. And I have an amazing, happy little boy who makes my heart smile every single day. There have also been significant personal struggles, some really deep personal struggles, which I am not going to share here and not because I'm trying to be a dictease or anything like that, just because right now I'm not ready to. It is something that I will share, but in this moment I want to respect myself and other people And to do that, I'm not going to share. As I said, I will when the time is right, but right now it's not. What I will say on this is that I have had so many reminders that we can't control what is out of our control. We can only do what we can do. We can only do our best and hope for the best. The more we try to think our way through things, the harder and more challenging it feels. And this has involved a lot of surrendering And this is where energy work has played a huge part in my life over the last 12 months, knowing how to tap out of my brain and my thoughts and my ego and tap into a much bigger picture. Anyway, back to the journaling. This year, I'm leaving behind the unnecessary stress. I choose to live with ease and not sweat the stuff that doesn't serve me. I choose not to get caught up in drama not to dive into conflict, not to work myself up into a tease over shit that doesn't matter because that doesn't support me, doesn't make me feel good, doesn't make me happy and ultimately it doesn't support me and my end goal. I know what I want my business to look like and now it's time to call in more people to join me. 2022 was challenging and it stretched me. It was messy, it was hard, there weren't enough adventures And I didn't love it. It was a year that pushed boundaries, that there were so many messy middles. There were so many aha moments and evolutions. But again, I don't recall a time where I just felt easeful. That was my reflection for 2022 in a nutshell. And yes, I am reading most of this. There, as you would have picked up on, there are little pieces here and there that I've added to for context and ultimately some p- 
parts that I've chosen to leave out. But my highlights for 2022, Hunter, obviously, our trip to Bali and our weekend in Dalesford, time away, sustaining my business and again working with the most incredible people. And on that, I want to clarify that I had just short of a six-figure year and it was my first year of motherhood. But that's a really big fucking celebration for me. And actually, it should be for anybody. Yes, the profit and loss was not as good as the year before. You know, I had some more expenses and didn't make as much money. But the fact that I still am able to work for myself and run my business while being a mum, I'm really, really proud of that. I don't think I realized how much goes into being a mum and how much they motherhood impacts your creativity, your ability to show up, you know, in whatever way you want, whenever you want, your freedom. You know, mother impacts you in so many ways, in every single way. And yeah, I'm proud of who I am as a mum, but I'm also really proud that I'm a business owner and a mum and I get to do both. Let's look at 2023. What do I want 2023 to look like? 2023 is a new year. The first thing that comes to mind is more adventure. I want to go more places, see more things, feel free more often. I want to do the things that bring me joy. There has been a huge sense of restriction for me recently and I want to let go of that. Yes, we need to save money because we're either going to buy a house or build a house. But I also want to get out of the house and do things. I was probably a little bit overcautious when Hunter was little and I didn't do as much as I could have. But I guess that comes with having a preemie baby, but also being a mum. You know, we had sleep issues and lots of challenges. So it is what it is and I can't change that and I wouldn't change that. They were the decisions that I made in that moment and that served me. And while I'm not saying that I'm just going to go out and be irresponsible or anything like that, I want more adventures. I want to do more things. I would love a business that makes income easily. Money just continually flows in where I have room for creativity, expansion and incredible energy work. I want to play in energy space space more and connect deeper and really go all in. I want joy and laughter and lightness. I want to feel connected to everything and everyone. What does connected mean? I want to be connected to myself, to Hunter and Chris, to my business and my clients, to my vision, to my life, connected to freedom and connected to my creativity. I'm calling in a new way, knowing that life is busy but I can also create freedom and joy amongst this craziness. How do I want to feel? I want to feel light, happy, free. I've noticed since coming back to Monash that I'm getting caught up in drama again, in the shit that doesn't matter and getting angry about things that just aren't important. And I hate that. I hate feeling that way. It's part of the reason why I started a business and stopped working for other people. I hate drama. I hate unnecessary 
icky feelings within my body. So I'm choosing to let go of what doesn't serve me and only show up for what is important for me and stay true to me, to be grounded and not get caught up in gossip. I want to feel happy, connected and free. I'm going to create space for all things I love rather than always being reactive and chasing my tail. I really want to feel alive again, to feel like I'm on the right track. I want to serve my clients in the deepest way and celebrate them every day. I want to leave and enter each session knowing that I was completely present and served as best I could. I'm called to deepen my practice and call in all of the magic that I can. This is the year of going deep in the most liberating way. This is a year for showing up in a way that is true for me. It's not about the numbers. It's about the experience. It's about the connection. It's about the relationships. It's not about money. It's never been about the money. But I realize over the last couple of years, I got caught up in chasing other people's vision rather than staying true to my vision. Or maybe it was my vision, but my vision has changed. What I want my life to look like in this moment while I raise a toddler is very different to what I wanted my life to look like before having a child. And I need to come back to that. Because sometimes the lines between the past and the present get blurred. Sometimes we lose sight of who we are now as opposed to who we were. I've had my rebirth over and over and I really want to solidify the changes that I made in myself last year and call in the most aligned humans into my life. I want to cultivate a sense of freedom in every sense and I get to do that. I will make a hundred grand again and do it with ease and I would love to be pregnant again and have another child but we will wait and see what happens. I'm not going to force either of these things because I know when we force things, they don't happen or they don't feel good. My intention for 2023 is feel connected, happy and free to deepen my service, my life and stay true to me. My word for 2023 is connection. So that is a snippet with a few little extra narratives of my journaling and how I came to find my word and my intention for this year. And it's interesting because I think about connection as a word and I think previously I kind of would have seen it as a nothing word. You know, yeah, everyone wants to feel connected, sure, but what's so special about that? And... I've had words like expansive, abundant, easeful, like so many big, juicy words. And connection isn't something that I would describe as that. But what it is for me is a really grounding word. It allows me to root, ground and root deeply into who I am and what I want. And there you have it. Again, connection maybe isn't the most sexy word but for me it is the most important right now you know how I show up providing a deeper level of service 
giving every single one of you the most incredible experience, not, you know, being reactive, but really thinking about what messages I want to, I want to get across. And as always, I'm not responsible for other people's actions, but I am responsible for how I show up and the support that you get from me. I want adventure and joy and freedom. And this is the year of really home, like last year was a homecoming and this is the year of solidifying those changes and that um, introduction I had to who I am right now. And we're 15 days as of the time of recording, 15 days into this year. And so far we've had a lot of adventure and joy and connection and that makes me really, really happy. I also get to kick off my group coaching on the 31st of Jan, which again feels incredible. Um, If you're looking to work with a coach this year and you want some support, please reach out. Um, I have a couple of spots for energy space, so one-on-one energy space work, but I also have two spots left in Ignite Your Inner Warrior. So you just need to let me know. But I would love to know, what is your word for this year? What is your word and what is your intention? Please share it with me, whether it's via email or socials or any way, any way you want. I really, really, really want to hear what your words and what your intentions are. Um, I recently ran an intention and word setting workshop for this year and it was so incredible seeing everyone tap in and tune into what they want for themselves. So with that being said, I hope you have the most incredible day and I hope you have started this year in a way that feels true for you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Your True Self. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Jackie.Rogash or through my Facebook group, Inner Transformations with Jackie Rogash. If you love this episode and don't want to miss another one, I'd be so grateful if you could hit subscribe and also leave a five-star review so more people have the opportunity to hear this podcast because you just never know who needs to hear what we'll be sharing. Take care and stay true to you.